Igeris HaTshuva, Perik Dalit. It's on page Tzadik Gimel Omid Base. So now the Tanya turns to Tshuva. How does Tshuva work? What is Tshuva? What's the Avoida? And what does it mean? So the Tanya starts with a, quoting a teaching from the Zoyer that the word Tshuva can be broken up into Toshuv Hey, to return the Hey. Where is the Hey? What's the Hey? The hay is the hay of Hashem's name. Hashem's name contains in it two hays. There's a yud and then a hay, and then a vav and then a hay. So those two hays can be returned to Hashem. And the Zohar Kaddish continues that it works that way, that there's two independent hays. And therefore, there's two tshuvas. There's tshuva ilah is the hay ilah. The tshuva tata is the hay tata. It means there's an upper tshuva and a lower tshuva. The lower tshuva is to return the last hay of Hashem's name to Hashem. Means, Obviously that means that somehow through doing an Avera, the hay of Hashem's name was, so to speak, separated from Hashem, and the way to bring it back would be to do tshuva. And there's two hays, and there's two, there's two separations of the hay from Hashem's name, and there's two levels of bringing it back. You bring back the last hay, or you bring back the first hay. And that's what tshuva is broken up into the word toshev hay. So to understand what does that mean, what is the hay, how does it separate, how does it get back, that's going to be what the Tanya is going to explain. He brings one more question, that the Zerah Kaddish says that tshuva doesn't help for certain averis, specifically for poigim brisai. So he asks that that is something that's very hard to understand, because we know that there's nothing that stands in the way of tshuva. Every Avera has a kapara through tshuva. Every Avera has a possibility to do tshuva on it. So what could that mean, that tshuva doesn't work for certain Averas? And the Mepharshim explain, the Zoyer, that it means that tshuva tata doesn't work. The lower level of tshuva doesn't work. But the higher level of tshuva does work. So again, we see that there's two levels of tshuva. There's the lower tshuva and the higher tshuva. We have to understand what are these what are these two levels. So now the Tanya introduces another question. We know that in the Torah, there's something called karis, and there's something called misa b'deshamayim. Karis means chalila, to be cut off. There are certain averis that the Torah promises or says the punishment is karis, which means being cut off, which would mean that a person would be nifter before the age of 50. And then there's something called Misa B'deshamayim, whenever the Torah says Misa, and it doesn't say uh, that it's Misa B'deyadam, or, or in different instances that the Torah specifies, there's Misa B'deshamayim, means death by the hands of Shamayim, that a person is, it's decreed on them that they should die early, and early in this context means 60. So we have two numbers here, we have two numbers specified for certain Averis, 50 and 60. And there's examples in the Torah of such a thing happening. Now the Tanya's question is, we see in every door there are many people that wantonly and deliberately do things which should bring them this punishment of an early death, and they live long, sweet years. So how does that work? Well, what's going on with the Torah's promise that they will be cut off? With the Torah's promise that the that, that they will have this punishment, specifically of Karas. He's also maybe going to, he's also going to explain Misibide Shemaim, but but is as we'll see that there's a big focus on the word Karas and being cut off. That's going to be in the explanation. And and his question is that the Torah promises that such a thing is going to happen, and we see that it does not always true. How does that work?
So the Tanya goes back to something that we learned in the Tanya inside in Perik Beis. The Tanya says that the Pazik says, Ki Hashem Amoy. A piece of Hashem is his nation. Now, we always have to know the literal translation of the Pazik. The literal translation of the Pazik is Hashem's Chelek, Hashem's portion in the world is his nation. But it also can be read that Chelek Hashem, a piece of Hashem, Amoy, is his nation. Which is the concept that we discussed in Perek Beis, that a, a Neshama, a Yiddish Neshama, is a small piece Kevayochel of Hashem. It's a Chelek Eleka Mimal. And the Tanya explains that using the Pasuk, Vayipach Ba'apav Nishmas Chaim, that when Hashem created Adam Rishon, he blew into him a breath of life. And the Tanya says, based on the Zayar, that someone who blows as opposed to someone who just breathes, or even someone who speaks, because when a person speaks, there's a certain amount of air that leaves their mouth, but blowing is a much stronger, deeper type of an expression, and therefore someone who has to blow out, he has to take a deep breath first, he blows his kishkas out, he blows from deep within him. Someone who blows in the way of nefiche blows from deep inside him. And that means that as opposed to the creation of the world that was done through Asar Mamoris, ten utterances, that where there were words that Hashem used to create the world, those words are what Hashem used to create the rest of the world. But the Neshama of Ayid comes from a much deeper place, a much deeper connection to Hashem, as we will continue in the next year, Mitzvah